vegan and plant-based business owners and entrepreneurs were often adapting to a new reality. This new podcast series from Vegan Mainstream is an opportunity to help you when it's time to pivot. These interviews will come from inside and outside of our community, and I hope as your host, Stephanie Redcross West, I can inspire you and give you the tools that you need to move forward. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next live interview. I love doing these sessions because it's not only a great opportunity for me to learn about others that are pushing not just the vegan movement forward, but the vegan business movement forward. But it's also an opportunity for many of you to meet new people that not only you can learn from their entrepreneurial journey, but I'm so excited about today's guest because Sam is really a resource for all of us out there. As entrepreneurs, at times we feel like we're pulling our hair out, at times we don't know what to work on first, second, or third, or we just feel overwhelmed. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of tasks on the list, and there's also big dreams that we have. And I'm really excited about today's guest because we're going to get an opportunity to talk about how Sam has helped vegan business owners out there how Sam can maybe help you as a vegan business owner out there and also talk about what it takes to be successful. I'm going to ask Sam some questions. Hopefully, Sam, you don't feel you're ready for for me to dive in (laughs) because I want to really talk about not only why you created Zebra Admin, but also your vision for the future and how you can help businesses kind of grow and thrive. So without further ado, I want to introduce our guest, Sam Roblet, to talk about not only being a virtual assistant, creating a business, creating a structure and a support system for us out there as fellow vegan entrepreneurs, but also how Sam has grown and maybe even pivoted as we love to talk about on this podcast over the last few years. So Sam, thank you. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, it's great to be with you, Stephanie. Thank you for, yeah, thank you for having me on. It's just great to, great to talk to other fabulous vegan entrepreneurs like yourself and yeah, that's that's kind of why we do what we do. Absolutely. We already have a guest that has shown up. Jane, I see you there. Just wanted to say hello. It's wonderful to have you here with us today. If you have any questions or anyone who is watching this live, anyone who is participating in our session today, always feel free to post a comment or a question because we love to make sure we address them for you. All right. So let's dive in. Sam, let's give everyone a little bit of background. Let's let everyone know about what you do. Like, why did you start Zebra Admin? Like, what was your calling? What was your dream? And what really maybe was the deciding factor for you to make this career shift? Thanks, Stephanie. So, yeah, I think, um, so I went vegan seven years ago. I went vegan overnight. I just decided I had my Christmas dinner and then just decided that that was it. I needed to align my actions with my ethics. And then Boxing Day, I went vegan and I scrabbled around for those first couple of weeks eating peanut butter sandwiches and bananas because that was all I was sure I could eat until I, I finally found my way. And um, and yeah, and then from there, I, I just never looked back. I knew that I'd made the right decision and I'd always been an animal lover and I was just actually now 
proving that I was an animal lover and, you know, that I respected all, all life, really, which is the reason that I kind of went vegan in the first place. And then a couple of years later, I got to the point where I'd talked to family and friends and I got to the point where I was like, no, I need to take this further now. I need to tell people so people need to know more about, you know, what vegan is. So I started doing outreach, uh, street outreach and met some fabulous groups of groups of vegans out there doing activism and all, and all kinds of ways and liked talking to people, liked being able to help people make connections and, and kind of support them on their journey and was very um, successful. I come from a, my background is in uh, originally from commercial management, business improvement, and then I went into education. So my background is is talking to people, training and support and systems and that kind of thing anyway. So I found that talking to people was was quite cathartic for me in, in a good way that I could kind of share the things I'd learned as well with people. And then I probably about two and a half years ago, I was doing my outreach and I had this moment where I was thinking, you know, I'm standing on the street and I may be talking to, I don't know, 50 people today, but it's not enough. It's just, it wasn't enough for me. And I read, I actually read a book about effective altruism altruism, and um, looked a lot into the 80,000 hour project, which Uh basically talks about how you have this finite number of hours in your life. And actually doing something, you know, the majority of your life is spent working and actually doing something you're passionate about in your work is one of the most effective ways that you can live your life. Um, And that just it just resonated with me, really. Um, And from there, I started to think about different things I could do. So, as I say, your immediate reaction, you think vegan, you go food truck or restaurant. Yes. And I was like, hmm. If you've ever had my cooking, I'm not a good cook. <laughs> I'm not a good cook. So I'm kind of thinking, okay, this is going to drive the vegan movement backwards if I try and feed people. That's not going to work. <laughs> so, you know. And that's important. I think it's important for all of us to find <laughs> our niche, our contribution, because I think sometimes we think we have to step up and fill a specific void or we have to take one direction. But it's so exciting when we can find our way forward and leverage the skills that we all have. Yeah. So that was so that was my thought. I was like, oh, you know, so I threw that around in my head for a while. And then I've been thinking about it a lot. And then obviously COVID hit and it impacted my work situation because I was working in education. I couldn't now go out and do that. So it was just the push I needed because it was something that was in the back of my head anyway you know, that I needed to do this. So this was the push I needed. And I sat down and I took stock and I looked at the things that I could do. And as I said, I come from a commercial management background, business improvement, systems, analytics, that kind of background. And I've always been kind of a leader of teams. And so my thoughts were, okay, I can start one vegan business or I can help lots of vegan businesses. And, you know, going back again to that effective altruism, Helping lots of businesses is better than just helping one business. So that was really where Zebra Admin came from. I started off obviously thinking that we'd just provide admin services, a bit of social media, that kind of thing. But actually what's happened is we've got to the point where what we are first and foremost is a support system for the entrepreneur or the small business owner. Because what we find is lots of small businesses just don't have 
someone else to, to bounce those ideas off, to listen to them, to to actually challenge them and question them on the on the things they're doing. So I find that when I'm working with clients, a lot of that, a lot of my role is actually doing that with them um, and offering them that challenge as well. So how has that, how has that been when you realized that it wasn't just the tactical things that they needed help with, but also that sounding board, also maybe some guidance on should I choose one versus the other approach in marketing? How did that feel stepping into that role and also just realizing that, you know, there might be another need out there as, as you, as you grew your business? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, you're, you're right. It was, it was a realization in, in itself in that we wouldn't just provide tasks. We would be more than that. And we would be offering, you know, the companionship as such within or partnership within a business rather than just, you know, we don't just take on tasks. We become part of your business, but we sit in the background and quietly support it is how we work. So for me, that's probably been the most inspiring thing of what, of what we do because I've seen clients come to us with one idea and we've been able to expand that into so much more. And then I've seen clients come to us with ideas and we've had discussions and they've gone away and thought about it more and they've pivoted themselves to something different or a different way of going. So I think for us, although we offer virtual assistant services, it's more about the support and, and actually about being able to be bold enough and brave enough just to question and challenge as well. That's a really good point, because I think not only as a support system for other businesses, an outsider view looking in to be able to challenge, I think that's something that's very hard for many of us as entrepreneurs to do because it's hard to make decisions at time. You know, there's a ton about de- decision fatigue that goes on out there for many of us. And also because we're so passionate, sometimes it's hard to separate a passion-based idea from a good business idea. I don't know if you've experienced that as well, but I've experienced that with my clients and there's things that, yes, we want to do for the movement, but they're not always exactly the same when we think about what creates growth in a business. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even myself, Stephanie, as a as a business owner, you know, because I we support businesses, but I'm a business owner myself. So I, I see that and I feel that. And in the recent last six to seven months, I've actually taken on additional VAs so that we're now a team. And actually, one of the first and foremost things I encourage them to do with me is to challenge. So if we're doing something, you know, and you think it can be done in a more um, efficient way, because obviously, you know, vegan businesses are small, you know, majority of vegan businesses are small. And so they, you know, need to be cost efficient, time efficient. So for me, just moving my own business from that solopreneur role into the role of a team leader, leading a team of people, supporting them, training them, that idea of having the shared ideas, the challenges is really important. And so I think, as you say, with where we offer that, where we offer that support to solopreneurs, it can be really, really effective in you know, providing more efficient ways of doing things. Like you say, sometimes you can't see the the wood for the trees, so to speak, can you? You know, I I did a post the other day about project management software and it's just, the list is just endless 
And how do you know which one you need now, you know, to future proof forward thinking? So actually to have someone who can say to you, well, what about this? Have you thought about this? Is there something else? Will you use it for this purpose? Will you use it for that purpose? It takes away the the idea that you just have to grab the first shiny thing because we can be <laughs> we can be very marketing is very good at pushing us towards the first shiny thing or the best offer that's available at that time but it's not necessarily efficient for our systems long term absolutely and also i think sometimes with these tools we have to grow into them so while yes we might have seen someone else take this approach with the tool or we might have watched their videos and it's like oh wow i can do all of this that might be phase two or phase three you know, phase one may just be getting ideas out of your head and on paper. Like a lot of times, I think it's very hard as a business owner to realize that you often need a phased approach to get where you want to go. You really can't just open to the back of the book and read the end, you know, kind of thing. You really have to work through those phases. Now, yes, a very organized business, a business that's growing at a steady rate may move through those phases faster than other businesses but i think there's nothing wrong with and i don't know if you share the same view but i don't think there's anything wrong with growing over time i don't think anything's wrong with really building a stable business as opposed to a business that grows so fast that it's bursting at the seams and therefore the customer always gets squeezed in those scenarios the customer often experience can go down in those scenarios and I'm often teaching people how important it is to not just grow, but figure out how your customer experience and none of those things are sacrificed as you grow. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I agree completely with that. I think as vegan businesses as well, we are held accountable to a much higher degree for the things we provide, for the ethics behind the things we provide and for the service we provide as well. So I think you know, you, you have a big business, they've got something happens on their social media and they lose a customer. It's, it's, you know, it's not a big deal for them. They maybe get a little bit of big bad press, but actually for a small business, that could be detrimental. So as yeah. you say, putting the customer first is really, you know, really the most important, the important, most important thing. And I think you touched on something there with the system side of things. I think in order to have really good customer service, you have to have systems in place to deal with that. So I think I agree with you that yes, business can be messy and you have to you have to adapt and you have to change. But I think you still need to have an idea of the process that you're going to go through or the customer journey that that customer is going to move through um, so that you're not missing bits. You know, those important bits that you need, like the testimonials at the end of the process like checking in, did they get their packages okay? You know, like checking in, are they happy with the service? And that, and that's what makes the, you know, if you think of the big businesses that you hold, you hold in high esteem, they're the ones with the top-notch customer service because that's, that's what sells a product ultimately. There's so many of the same product out there that that's the real difference. Absolutely. I'm glad you touched on that because it does make a difference, that customer service, that customer experience. And I also think those are ways that people can make their businesses stronger and stand out without having to add more products. 
without having to, you know what I mean, think that they need more services or, you know, more packages. Sometimes it's just doing what you do better and better and really making that customer experience like golden can really create such an amazing product or service that, you know, that just stands out and customers tell everyone about that it makes your marketing easier. You know, it just feeds into everything. Sure does. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, you know, the systems behind the the customer service, but not only the customer service, you know, once you get to that point as as a solopreneur or small business owner where you want to scale up, um, as soon as you want to hand something off, you need a system in place to do that. So what we found is we have lots of small clients come to us and they want to hand things over to us. They don't really know how they do it or they're quite scattered in, in the way they do something that, you know, the process isn't efficient. And so we, we spend a lot of time with, with clients talking about kind of how can we, how can we streamline this? And what we found as kind of a sideline to what we do in supporting is, is that we actually find we're creating systems and process documents for our clients in order for us to be able to, you know, to work efficiently for them and with them. So yeah, the efficiency side of things is definitely something that small businesses, I don't think, they don't think it's thought about enough. I think a lot of small businesses come from perhaps, you know, like you say, a single product, but actually, although you might start off posting that out yourself, actually, how is that going to scale? So there comes these points where you have to think about, you know, what's the, what's the next step and what do we need to get there? Absolutely. Jane just posted uh, a message saying that anyone can sell one, but customer service sells the rest. So, so agree with you, um, Jane. And I, I think, you know, just feeding off of that and what you said is, it's so interesting how many people will come to me and say they need the marketing, they need the marketing. And the marketing I really feel is so important. But one of the things I've learned over the years is that the system, the process is just as important and documenting it. I mean, we've even gone through a recent exercise in our business where we started to document the processes. And it's amazing how different you can look at something, how much you can evaluate it once it's on paper, and also how other people can pick up the pieces if you're not holding them all in your head. And I don't think as entrepreneurs and even solopreneurs, we realize how much we're like storing in our brains as opposed to documenting it, writing it down, or at least having a draft of it so that someone can refer to it. Or like you said, when it's time to bring in help or get support, you have something for people to start with. Have you found that people struggle with getting that documentation? Do you find that, you know, most of your solopreneurs or business owners are keeping all the keys in their head as opposed to getting some of that stuff on paper? Yeah. So that's part of the reason why we actually go with the tagline of turning chaos into calm, because because what we find is that clients come to us when they're, they're getting to that point where they've got too much, their, their brain can't hold it all. And they and that's when the juggling just becomes, you can't hold all the balls anymore, you know, and if at that point you don't do something, whether that be take on support that can do those systems for you or sit back and take stock and put those systems in place yourself, something will drop. And like you say, whether that be your marketing, 
whether that be your customer service, something in the whole circle of your system will fail. Um, and so what we found is, is that's been a, a big enjoyment for us is we've, we've been able to jump in at that point and help people and help, you know, businesses when they've got to that point where they're like, you know, I can't do this on my own, but actually I don't want a full-time employee because I'm not either committed to that point yet, or I just, I can't afford a full-time person or I just need a project doing. And so we've been able to jump in at that point and allow them to continue rather than either frazzling themselves to the point where they can't cope anymore or dropping one of those balls that they've been juggling so that the business either looks bad or, you know, or just fails. And that's not what we want. We want vegan businesses to thrive. Absolutely. So if you had top advice that you would give to a vegan entrepreneur, someone maybe who's listening today, someone who's going to maybe watch a clip from this segment before they jump into the full interview, what would be your advice? What would be the top two or three things that you think either every vegan business owner should have in place, do systems, you know, whatever. I'm going to give you a full open (laughs) white sheet of paper here. But just give people some top maybe tips on what they should be doing or how they can shore up their businesses. So I think one of the big things for me is is if you're a vegan business, people need to know you are a vegan business. And I think there's a lot around at the moment with the terms plant-based and that, you know, all these different terms that are going around, you know, you're seeing meat, meat and veg products in the in the supermarkets and things now. So actually the vegan using vegan is not just uh your not just a product thing but it's an ethical thing and i think if you're using that term as well you need to follow that through so you need to make sure that you are you know your products are what they say they are because again that can be really detrimental to a business for you to lead with that and then not follow that through as i said before we are held to higher account by leading with the term vegan in our business, in not only the products we have, but in how we are as people as well, as entrepreneurs. So for me, you know, that's one important tip. You know, if, you, if you're a vegan business, lead with it, be proud that you're a vegan business because we're right there behind you to support you with that. My other thing would be, is don't be afraid to delegate. Now that is a really hard thing if you've been, if you've built your business and it's your baby, you know, it's, but actually there's going to come a point where you are going to need to get delegate where you're going to need to that holiday or you know you're going to have to be doing something and someone else is going to have to take over so my top tip for delegating are to think about your task list so I normally suggest that maybe over the course of a month if you've got time before you need to take someone on you write down all the tasks that you're doing on a daily basis And then at the end of each week, you go through them and you highlight anything that purely you can do. Now, that is you, not I like to do it, but I really am the only person that can do it. It's not a, you know, a preference thing, but it's I'm the only person that can physically do that. So that might be something like if you are a graphic designer, then the expectation is that you're going to be doing the designing. But if you're a graphic designer, do you need to be sourcing your stationery? Do you need to be sitting on social media for hours? 
you know so thinking about those things that you don't that you really need to do and highlighting them in red and then everything below you'd highlight in yellow that you might like to do if you've got time they're the things you enjoy doing and then everything else is green so you can hand off all of those green tasks straight away to someone else and the yellow tasks you can pick and choose those ones you like and then hand the rest of those off to someone find someone else that can do it for you because as an entrepreneur your your time is money <laughs> and to be a successful vegan business as with any vegan business you still have to make money so we shouldn't be wasting our time doing small tasks that aren't aren't essential in our business and that's probably my biggest tip and then the third one would be to once you can get systems in place once you've done something get that system in place because it's much easier to hand something off once you've got a system absolutely yeah <laughs> i it is so good when you find those moments you can delegate, when you start to realize that there's a difference between the tasks that have to get done and the tasks that need you mm -hmm. and specifically you and sometimes only you to be able to get those done. And I know sometimes um, it can be hard to let things go. I even struggle sometimes there's tasks that I've just always done. So you know, they're almost a habit that yeah. I'm used to doing that. Like they, they give me that feeling and that endorphin of like completing and moving <laughs> forward and so forth. Yeah. But I've had to learn that I have to let those things go because I have to work on things that can't move forward without me. I have to work on things, you know, that are stuck yeah. because, um, or this or that reason. And I may be the only one who can actually help them get unstuck. So it's, it's a definite mindset shift and change. And it's been something that, you know, we've been working on, especially as I've been even expanding my team. So I'm going to flip the question the other way and ask you, what's been your biggest learning? What's been your biggest aha moment, especially as you've been expanding your team? as you've been making changes recently that you might want to share with people so they can get a little bit of a sense of your growth that has happened recently for you as you've been growing your business? Um, I think even in the situation, like you said, as we take on tasks, so I take on tasks for other people, like you say, my still my biggest learning has been, you know, to hand off those things, but to have a really good support for the people that you're handing off to so for example i worked with um simone summers and we created some training material for my vas within the background we've got a trello system that allows the vas to onboard without me necessarily sitting there for hours explaining what needs to be done and how it needs to be done and which systems need to be downloaded so actually for me it's been to, to take stock of my own advice really <laughs> and to, to actually do that to get those systems in place because otherwise it takes a long time uh, to get someone used to, to what you're doing there'll be lots of questions backwards and forwards um, you know if you've got it down you know where things are what things are used for then it's, it's much easier to hand things over I think the other big thing for me has been coming from that activist background i was very much out on the street seeing individual people and thinking actually is anything moving forward like i just feel like i'm talking to people every weekend but i don't actually know if anything moving forward but being part of the vegan business network vegan business 
networking group actually that we founded on Facebook and LinkedIn has shown me just how many businesses, how many amazing people there are there in the background doing all these amazing things that, you know, they're coming. It's all coming. And for me, it's been really inspiring. It's lifted me um, from, a, you know, that activist mindset to be able to think, actually, you know, you've got plant-based doctors, you've got plant-based plant-based professionals in all of the fields, you know, or vegan professionals in all of those fields. And pretty much now, if you want a vegan to do something for you, there'll be one somewhere. <laughs> there'll be one within the network. And so that's been probably my most inspiring moment of the last year, I would say, is is finding so many amazing people doing amazing things. Yeah, that's that's so exciting, inspiring, and also, you know, one of those things that has really changed over the last few years. I remember when I started, there just wasn't as many people who were vegan providing services. And like we even talked at the top of the interview, most people were going towards that food route. Mm -hmm. But it's just been amazing to see how many, you know, professionals are coming in, how many people are bringing in skills, services, and all different types of ways to support businesses, to help each other, that it's an amazing kind of professional, you know, business community that's really being developed out there. And I'm just, you know, excited to be a part of it as well. Um, and it's great to hear the work that you're doing to foster that connection, that networking and so forth as well. Oh, it's, fa it's fabulous. Yes. Th thanks, Stephanie. You know, like you say, I just, the, the last 18 months of running the business and, and kind of having that vegan business networking network behind us as well has just been amazing, you know, and meeting like fabulous people like yourself, you know, that are doing their best to make vegans as visible as possible as well. It's one of those things that you don't think, you know, as an activist, you don't think you'll ever see this you know this vegan world yeah. but it's just that in the background um you know so many people are doing so many things and uh with the necessity you know that there is with climate change and all of that you know that's it's so important and now I have this inside this kind of passion that says you know yeah we will see I will see this vegan world you know within within my yes. lifetime so yeah so it's um it's it's yeah I can't like I say it's just inspiring by you know inspired by everybody that's that's making that move forward so yeah just grateful as well <laughs> yeah it's just wonderful to see how much change has been done and yes we have so much more to do but there has been such a shift there has been really a lot of people opening up to it and also I just love how many people are moving into this professional space. So if someone needs help, if someone needs support, how can they get in touch with you? Website, social media, email, whatever is the best avenue. Could you share it now just in case someone's listened to today's session and they're like, I need help because I want to make sure they're able to get in touch with you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're on, we have a website, which is zebra admin. So one word.co.uk. We're on LinkedIn. So I'm on LinkedIn as Sam Roblet. Or you can join our Zebra Admin page. And also you can find us, as I said before, on the Vegan Business Networking Facebook page or LinkedIn page as well. You can find us on there. And yeah, so it'd be great to, to see some more people join. 
Nice. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit of the inner workings of your business and how you're helping the movement move forward. And also thanks for sharing some of your own personal insights as you've been building your business, growing your business and making that leap, you know, from solopreneur to a team, because it is a huge leap at times, but it's an amazing journey for all of us to go through as business owners. And congratulations to you for, you know, being ready to make that journey because it is just so, it's so important and it's so big and it, it's, it creates that like infrastructure we need in our businesses. So thank you. Thank you so much. I think Jane was just going to say thank you. She said, this is a great interview, eye-opening and informative. Thank you so much for being for participating and being there with us, Jane. It's wonderful to have you as well. So Sam, thank you once again. I hope we have some people reach out to you. I also hope you and I maybe get to collaborate and do something in the future because it sounds like we're in not only the same space, but we have the same kind of vision and passion as well. So it's always great to connect with others. And I really hope that not only your business grows, but I really hope we get to sit down maybe a year from now, six months from now, and we can talk about how much this vegan world is becoming much more into focus. That sounds great. Thank you for having me, Stephanie. I appreciate it. And yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's book a date. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And thank you everyone who's joined us live. Thank you so much. If you're watching this as a replay or as our podcast, the idea is we want to bring these interviews to you so you can hear how the vegan business movement is shifting. So you can hear individuals that are resources to you. And also so you can hear how we're all pivoting out there. How we're all making changes. How we're all being a little bit flexible while putting some systems in place so we can get it done and can be repeatable and we can have great customer experiences. But the key here here is I want to make sure that we inspire many of you out there because we need you. We need you for this movement to grow and for us to make the change that we want to make in our lifetimes, as we've been talking about. And we really hope today's session was one of those sessions that move the needle or in some ways inspire you to do your next amazing thing. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sam. And we'll wrap up today's session. Bye. Thanks for listening to Pivot, our vegan business interview podcast. This is recorded as a live streaming session. So I hope you'll join us for future interviews as well. We offer these interviews to help vegan entrepreneurs stay connected with the vegan business community. If you're interested in more in-depth insights or training, please consider subscribing to one of our premium podcasts, Going Solo or Fix It. Visit veganmainstream.com to learn more or click on the links in the show notes.